Hey, what's going on, everyone? Once again, it's your boy, BP. We are here with another episode of A Little Agile. A day keeps the bugs away. We finished up with our ceremonies. Yes, we will touch on different meetings, different events through the world of Agile. We really just touched on the ones that are prescribed in the Scrum Guide. Scrum would kill me for using the word prescribed, actually. So that are recommended within the framework of Scrum. Yeah, I guess you can say they're sort of prescribed. Sorry, just mixing up in my own head. Um, let me know what you think of that word, me using prescribed when it comes to the Scrum Guide. Let me know what you think. Really, really interested to hear in your comments. dmichael.cs at gmail.com. Really want to hear. What do you think of me using the word prescribed when it comes to ceremonies in the Scrum Guide? But without further ado, we are going to get to our next topic of A Little Agile A Day Keeps the Bugs Away. And today's topic is the product backlog. Let's get to it. Also got to keep mentioning A Little Agile A Day Keeps the Bugs Away is a short podcast, no longer than 10 minutes each episode and we're going to touch on the modern day agile concepts practices not just modern day the history of agile but practices concepts areas of opportunity and experiences we we'll have individuals with a wide array of different experiences in the agile world for interviews really interested to start to get to know a lot of the agile practitioners around the globe but today like i said we are on to the product backlog which is an artifact and arguably one of the most important ones. We're going to talk about what the product backlog is, why it's important, and then we're going to jump into tips to effectively manage the product backlog, typically for the product owner there. But obviously the Scrum Master is also responsible for helping the product owner maximize product backlog value and priority. All right, getting into it, product backlog, simply put, comprehensive and prioritized lists of features, enhancements, stories, and bug fixes for the product. Yes, you heard it here, bug fixes. It happens. It's in the real world. I know it's not ideal. I know we want to focus on built-in quality. Once a company or organization or department's DevOps practices starts to mature, you see less of that. But in the real world, it exists. I will keep saying it because we see it. If you are an agile coach, agile practitioner, scrum master, and you've been doing this for quite some time, you know that it exists. You want to coach the teams in the area out of it, but it exists. So once again, stories, features, enhancement, bug fixes, whatever you want to call them, they are in or they make up the product backlog. And this backlog serves as a central source of information for any changes to be made and plays a crucial role in agile software development. A well-structured backlog must easily be understood, must be succinct, and prioritize the most valuable items or product backlog items. You'll hear, them, you'll hear them be called PBIs. So we want those most valuable items for the product at the top, and it must be regularly reviewed, refined, and reprioritized by the development team, product owner, and stakeholders as a collaborative unit. Typically, you see in the review there's feedback given, and that input goes into the product backlog to be able to reprioritize and adjust for the next iteration. To create a product backlog, like I just said, it's crucial to get 
requirements, sometimes in the form of acceptance criteria from relevant stakeholders. This can include customers from different departments, sales, marketing, support teams, whatever that may be. And then these requirements, like I said, are added in the format of acceptance criteria. You'll hear that in our story, our user story episode, but added in in the format of acceptance criteria to the backlog and prioritized based on the impact, uh, business value, time criticality, future opportunity, whatever it may be, and overall value to the product and its end users. It's not a fixed document. It changes as the product, the market, and the team itself evolves. And like I said, the product owner is responsible for ensuring the backlog remains up to date and reflects current priorities of the product. It's used to plan iterations or sprints, like I say multiple times, used interchangeably there, sprints, iterations, iterations, sprints, which are the short development cycles. So this is where the development team works on the items from the top of the backlog. We make sure the items are prioritized and the team takes the top priority items and puts them into the iteration backlog, the amount of work from the product backlog that is going to be worked on during the iteration. And it is the amount of work from the top that the team can comfortably commit to based on velocity. We'll touch on that in our velocity episode and team capacity. We'll probably also touch on that in the velocity episode. And then after each sprint, like we talked about, the team will demonstrate the newly added functionality to the stakeholders. And then, like I said, we update the product backlog after we gather the feedback. And we also make sure we don't overload the product backlog. That is important. The more work in the product backlog, if you get further than about four to five iterations out, it starts to get burdensome. The, the value starts to diminish, time criticality may come into play, and you start to water down maybe some of the high-value items because there's too much stuff in the backlog to prioritize. So really just focus on the next two to three iterations. Don't overload the backlog. Keep it crisp. Keep it clean. Keep it healthy. An overly extensive backlog can cause a lot of confusion and hinder focus on the most critical elements. And then the product owner should regularly refine this backlog, like I said before, and regularly prioritize the items. Makes it really hard if it is a largely abundant backlog. So what are some tips for effective backlog management? First, prioritize based on value. Like I said, what value do the items bring? Put those items at the top of the backlog, top to bottom. This can be done through a combination of input from stakeholders, data analysis, customer feedback, whatever it may be, and really helps the product owner focus. Keep it concise. Number two, keep it concise. should be easily understood and concise. Avoid unnecessary detail. It makes it easier for the development team to work on the items and helps them keep focus on most important items. Involve the stakeholders, involve the customers, sales, marketing, support teams, architecture, DevOps, whoever it may be, the, the end release manager to, to, to determine the viability of getting it in production or getting it into a staging environment, whatever it may be, whatever it takes to get the increment or the items in the product backlog done, 
whatever your done is based on the maturity of your area or your team, we want to involve them in the process so it can accurately reflect the priorities of the product and its end users. <clears throat> Update regularly. Make sure it's updated. I've said this multiple times. I don't have to talk about it again. Product owner, teams, stakeholders, gather feedback. Use the feedback as input to the product backlog. Keep updating with new requirements to keep the product fresh. Limit work in progress. That's five. I haven't been counting these, but hopefully when you when you hear me pausing, um, you understand where I'm at. But first, prioritize. Two, keep it concise. Three, involve the stakeholders. Four, update it regularly. Now we're on to five. Limit whip or work in progress. It should not be overloaded. Like I said, too many items at a time cause confusion and loss of focus to what is most important. Six, use an agile methodology or framework. That could be Scrum, Kanban, a scaling framework, whatever it may be. The product backlog can fit into any framework you choose, and it can be used to plan short-term bursts of value delivery. Seven, collaborate with a development team, not just stakeholders. Talk to the development team. What's the viability of the work? Do they understand the acceptance criteria? Is it clear enough for them? Do they understand the why, the how, and the what so they can deliver an increment of value at the end of each iteration? Eight, use data to inform decisions, data analysis, customer feedback, usage statistics, market trends, whatever it may be, use it. Number nine, be transparent. Be open, make sure everyone can see the backlog, see the priority, understand the priority, and someone external from the team can come in, look at the backlog, and have a good understanding of what is going to be completed next and what the product is and is going to be. And then finally, continuous improvement. Continue to evolve the product. Continue to focus on how to maximize product backlog refinement how to maximize the value in the product backlog to best suit your customers. That's it. That's all. That's a product backlog. Sorry, I'm, I'm going a little over 10 minutes on some of these. I'm not going to keep them too much over 10 minutes if they do go over, but uh, I want to get as much detail as I can in the shortest possible time to maximize your value, maximize your time, and make sure you're able to, to binge listen to these or, or to go through the backlog, see what I did there, of episodes to learn about a specific concept based on where you're at in your agile journey. But that was it. Little Agile Day keeps the bugs away. Stay tuned for our next episode. They're all going to be a surprise, but next episode most likely coming tomorrow or the day after. Thanks so much. It's your boy BP signing off.